Episode 13, Trains Across the Sea. I moved to New York in 2011 and ended up straight in Williamsburg, a neighborhood in the northern end of Brooklyn. The area had been Italian, then Polish, and was then colonized by artists in the early aughts who opened a seemingly endless string of independent art spaces and music venues. As is so often the case, after the artists did the grunt work of occupying decaying warehouses and scratching their brand of culture into a dingy industrial sector, the developers swarmed. The area began filling with professionals, lured by the waterfront views of the Manhattan skyline, reasonable commutes, and bohemian ethos. And, as is so often the case, the very thing that drew them there got squeezed out by more expensive rent. Venues began shuddering, first Zebulon, then Death by Audio, then Glasslands. Hugged to death by yuppies. But that liminal state of the early teens did provide space for some interesting collisions. The cast of characters that had built the early scene, and bought some of its now lucrative real estate, were there. They floated among the newly sprouted Sephora and Apple stores like ghosts, wandering through a chosen hometown they no longer recognized. And they ended every evening at the Abbey, their chosen bar. The Abbey had a smell, not a bad one. Each evening spilled beer was accompanied by a morning's pine saw mopping, but no amount of cleaning agents could completely purge the wooden floors of the decades of cigarette smoke they had consumed. The decorations were bric-a-brac and faded postcards, all items that looked like they at one point had some talismanic value were placed in a spot on the wall and then slowly forgotten as the years passed. There was a worn pool table and a few handmade booths at the back. They didn't have any particularly good selection of alcohol and the staff seemed like they were installed in the 90s, which they probably were, but it felt real. As it was about 400 feet from my apartment, it quickly became my bar. It had a certain rhythm to it, regulars in the early evening mixing with locals as the professional shift got off, who then swapped places with people who were making the Abbey their final destination for the evening. The regulars were like clockwork, sitting in the same places, having the same drinks, talking about the same things. Occasionally they would all put coasters on top of their beer glasses and, en masse, waddle across the street to have conversations in front of the koi pond inexplicably plopped on the concrete in front of a Korean grocery store. One year we dressed up in suits and cocktail gowns and went to the bar to watch the Oscars. When Ang Lee won Best Director for the movie Life of Pi, Thomas, the bartender, turned all the music down, stood on a chair, and loudly announced, My good friend Ang Lee, who I lived with in LA, just won an Oscar, so there's a round of champagne on the house, and the place went nuts. I'd see Thomas occasionally away from the bar, always shuffling down Bedford Avenue wearing corduroys, his long stringy hair tied back in a ponytail. It always felt like seeing a teacher outside of school, but I knew where he would be every night. 
A year before COVID, the Abbey closed. The owner of the building wanted to renovate, and the entire place shut down in a matter of weeks. And just like that, regulars were dispersed to fashion other allegiances to other dive bars, a dumpster was wheeled in front, and I watched from down the block as this place that had become weirdly important to me was dismantled. It's a social agreement everyone implicitly signs when they move to New York. You'll find a place you love, and at some point it will be eaten by some other concern. Just like the Abbey itself probably uprooted something that had a similar kind of resonance for a different group of people displaced before this crop of hipsters moved in 30 years ago. This song is about Thomas, about the Abbey, and about the regulars. Sweeping, sweeping up the Michelobes and trying to close the bar. The wildly haloed by the neon light and whispering in the dark. Smelling menthylated parlance and perfume mixed with sweat waiting for something real to happen 